everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 582 titled Dynamic Pre-Orders. This is the show about gaming, Xbox, and possibly other things that drift into the conversation. We are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. I am Rob, one of your fine hosts for the show, also known as Presar uh, online. And with me, as always, I've got my good buddy, Mark. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Wingman709 has landed. And you know what has not landed? At least by me. <clears throat> is a free xbox from taco bell what's the deal yeah yeah no kidding i still got a couple more days for that but uh you know you were talking a little bit ago about upcoming election being the biggest scam ever ever devised but i'm, I'm beginning to wonder if these taco bell things are <laughs> <laughs> even bigger well, i mean honestly is that anybody ever won anything on these, on these yeah. free playstations or free xbox giveaways from taco bell i remember we had one listener that did win an xbox one x maybe that's, that's true but that's true. Uh, well actually i think it was a friend of theirs <laughs> still a friend of a friend <laughs> but i guess if enough that works if somebody did actually win you know it would be better if they give like additional prizes instead of just the consoles you know what i mean like um if like, like say instead of cards of, or well because i think they have yeah they have four thousand consoles and they're giving out like one every 15 minutes that's what they claim so, yeah and well the thing i wondered too was you know just thinking about it like are your odds better if you do it in the middle of the night well not middle of the night no it'd have to be like early 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 after all the taco bells close so you know maybe like 5 a.m your local time is that a better time to play because there's less people putting i, I don't codes? think they're really doing it that way though i really don't so it's just giving out four thousand across the time yeah not necessarily averages out to one every 15 minutes or something yeah that's something we might never know unfortunately the world may never know but uh, mr owl when we need him i know right (laughs) it's like how many like daily entries does it take to not win an xbox one two (laughs) three (laughs) yes but i yeah i think it'd be better if they also had like controllers or maybe gift cards or Heck, even like free tacos or something in addition. You know, give out like only 2,000 consoles and give us some other stuff so we can actually win something. You know, because at least with a Taco Bell, not Taco Bell, at least with like the McDonald's Monopoly contest, you know, you win like free Big Macs and stuff. And which leads me to another question. Where's the McRib? Dude. Where is it? Start with me. I know. I don't think we're going to get it this year. Yeah, I don't think they'll so be either. like claiming COVID and all that will be the excuse, or like what happened on the Simpsons. Maybe the the animal that they made the ribwich out <laughs> of is extinct, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it'll never be seen again. <laughs> no, who who knows? But uh, I do want my McRib. Yeah, did we have it last year? Yes, we actually had them out here last year for like the first time in forever. But I think they're really? they're not last year. I think they did. They were con- they were requiring everyone to have them, and they okay. disappeared in two weeks, dude. Oh, that's right. 
I was not happy. <laughs> that's that's the problem with some of these limited things where if they sell through them, it's done. And if it's really popular, they sell through quickly. Like I think the spicy nuggets fall in, under that as well. I don't know if they have those around still. I thought they were gonna run out. I don't I don't even but, know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We digress. Yeah, we so, digress. Which what have you been playing? Anything interesting lately? Always, of course. Of course. Uh, Gems of War. <laughs> I actually think I booted it up only once this week, and that was today, because I was like, I don't think I've played this. I better go in and get my uh, rewards for the week um, that the rest of the clan has gotten, but uh, for the guild. So really, honestly, didn't play it this week, um, but I did boot it up to get my my, my loot. Um, I've been playing a lot of Torchlight 2. I'm down to two achievements left in that game. One is get to okay. level 100, and I'm, I think I'm level 79. And then the other is to do, win the game on hardcore. So I'm trying. I got someone waiting for me to do the hardcore run. So I'm trying to hurry up and get the last 21 levels. But it's been tough because it's like I really want to play Torchlight Three, um, and it's hitting that season where it's going to get busy. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, not as busy as we thought it was going to be. November just opened up since Cyberpunk got delayed again. Yeah, <laughs> there were two others that got delayed, wasn't it? Um, what the heck were they? Oh man, I don't I know. I think that's the out. only one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, um, so yeah, I've been playing, a, mainly what I played this week is Torchlight 2. Now, today, I did get in some Watch Dogs Legion. Um, forgot that, <laughs> I forgot it even came out. I think I could have played it like two days ago. Um, but uh, I got to it today. And um, so I just started, I'm just into it. It's, um, it's Watch Dogs. I right now there's I can't really say much about it at this point. I'm seriously I've got maybe two hours in it. Um, it's not enough to really say anything about it yet. Um, what I can say is about one thing. So one thing I can talk about is this game allows you to play as different people, right? And you can recruit more people, and you're 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 gonna probably want to do that because different people have different skill sets which may or may not help in the game i don't yet know what if there's going to be a real benefit to that yet i need more time with it but one thing i found out so i walked up to this lady and she wanted me to go find out like something about her bit like someone replaced her at work or something so i was supposed to find out some information well i got caught in the building and the mission failed and that's it like i didn't get a chance to redo it so i lost the ability to recruit that person right i was like i wasn't expecting that um and the biggest trouble i'm having with the game right now and it and it might just simply be that you know I got to learn the game again. It's been a long time since I've played it, but trying to figure out what is it I'm supposed to be doing. Um, there's so 
like with that mission, I had a hard time finding it. I couldn't find it on the map with when, and then I finally found in the mission tab, I could select it and then it appeared on my map for the, uh, recruiting mission. Um, but I did successfully recruit another guy, uh, in a mission later on. Um, and, uh, which I was like, Oh good. At least I got somebody on my list. <laughs> Uh, I did swap out once. Uh, the game kept coming up saying, oh, as you're going to go do this mission, you can, you know, swap out with other characters and take a break. And I'm like, well, does it matter? Like, does my character get tired? I don't, doesn't seem to be. <laughs> so I swapped out. So playing is like this. I I don't know. This is, so I was playing like this guy uh, selected as my like default character. And now I'm playing is this, what looks to be an older lady, not not the old lady that you saw in the ads, but this one's like she looks older. She's got tons of earrings and nose rings and a a freaking mohawk, spiked mohawk. I <laughs> just like this is who I'm running around as now. <laughs> it's just like mm-hmm. I don't know. She supposedly had different abilities, but like playing the the level that I swapped her out with didn't really seem to make a difference i still played the game regard the same way with regardless of who i had and i didn't see that there was any difference in hacking ability except that she could shock people which was nice when i walked up behind somebody the main guy just like punched him out this one would zap them and shock them which was kind of cool um, but outside of that i really didn't notice much other you know from the melee side um, she only carried a a taser where the other guy had a taser and a handgun. Um, but uh, so, yeah, be careful on your recruitment missions. If it's someone you really want to recruit, uh, t- don't fail the mission. Um, now, if you fail a main mission, you can, when you go into the game, you can select permadeath or not. So <laughs> I selected yeah. no. So I get basically, you know, you respawn back in as the same guy and, before you failed that mission and you can attempt it again. If you do have the permadeath on, you've got to go to someone else in the, you know, got to basically have a new character to play as. So you better have some people recruited. Yeah. <laughs> so um, That's like real life. Why would we want that? Yeah. I'm like, no, no to the, per- I mean, if you, you want to make a challenge out of it, it's, there you go. I didn't see any achievement relating to playing it with permadeath or anything. And I didn't see any achievements related to uh, having to play in a certain difficulty. So I put it on easy, put it on baby mode um, because I just want to enjoy the game. Um, I want to try to pay attention to the story and, you know, not ha- I just want, there's a lot on, you know, I've got a lot of games in my backlog. And if this thing is too hard, I just, not going to get through it and uh i wasn't mm-hmm. that thrilled to get it anyways for some reason but um yeah, i was I enjoying it, sh- it i will say yeah. this what i was enjoying it and i got dinner late because i was enjoying it a little too much and all of a sudden i was like <gasps> oh i needed to start dinner <laughs> an hour ago <laughs> yeah so, um but uh so i i was enjoying it i, I at least can say at this point I'm enjoying it and I'll probably go back and play a little bit more tonight. Sure. Yeah. I think they should have uh, something like a permadeath insanity mode. So you check that box and then when your character dies, 
it uninstalls itself and removes it from your library. <laughs> so then you have to buy the game again <laughs> to try again. Yeah, right. That sounds fair, doesn't it? <laughs> Okie dokie. That's the ultimate. Permit. Yeah, that for sure. Yeah. Now, what I, I didn't, so that's what I played, but I did want to share uh, one other thing with you. So you and I have talked about this game coming out called Fuser, and it's oh, yeah. from mm -hmm. Harmonix and whoever else. What's the, uh, I want to say Nordic Soft or okay. MC Soft or something like that. So the makers of Guitar Hero. So, so you got the makers of Guitar Hero and uh, Rock Band making this. And essentially, to me, it looks like it's the digital version of, oh, what is that game called? Drop Mix. Right. So that was mm -hmm. a board game. It was like a, not a board game, but it was a, a physical game, like cards, that you would lay on this board and then you had a like a, a, a iPad or a tablet or a phone mm -hmm. at the end of it, and, and you and it would Bluetooth to the board, and it would know what you laid down on the the call. The cards had like a like, like the uh, NFC. Yeah. On. Yes. Exactly. So that when you played it, it knew what it was, and you know, and it was really fun. It was a lot of fun, and I really this looks to me like the digital version of that game. It's very, very similar, um, except you're you're playing stuff to a like a DJ, like you're you're playing as a DJ, and and that's not a lot of my music's not that's that's not my I'm not into DJ music. It's not really. your jam. It's not my jam, but I really did like DJ Hero. I really love DJ Hero too. That game was a lot yeah. of fun, but and I found that the music was you know when you're playing it can be fun. And I've I've had my eye on this game, and I I want to get it because I like harmonics. I, I love Rock Band series. I like the games that they've put out. Um, and it's like I want a new music game. Uh, so I decided it has been a long time, but I I pulled the trigger today and pre-ordered it. Oh wow! And I actually ordered the VIP version. Oh wow! So and. Now I think oh, I ultimately but wait, there's more. There's more. The game releases November 10th. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so if so now I have the answer. It only took me three weeks to get there. What are you gonna play? What's the first thing you're gonna play on your Xbox Series X? If my Series X shows up on the 10th, then that that will be the game that I will install and play first on my series x will be fuser interesting i never would have suspected that so i've watched a lot of the stuff I, it's one of those it's just like oh i don't know i don't know but it's i think i'm jonesing for a music game so bad yeah, i mean i was I'd like say, i yeah. want to go back and play rock band but i had such a problem like the it's like they need to come out with new instruments. <laughs> you know, it's like I would install Rock Band on the new Series X, but I got so much DLC, and I would play it now. The problem is, it's like the guitars all got buttons that don't work, and, mm -hmm. and I could use a mic with no problem, and I don't mind singing. But 
um, you know, I want to, I want to play guitar and my guitars don't, they're just wore out from so much use. Oh yeah. And it's just like, if they would, and I know they couldn't, it would not be feasible for them to do it. And I don't want to buy used equipment because they're probably in bad shape or just the same shape as what I have. Yeah. Plus, I think on the Xbox one, I had to buy a kit to plug stuff in yep. and there was mm-hmm. some it, it just was some issues there <laughs> so right. it's like i just want new equipment with the wire all wireless and I, I would buy a full rock band set like drums and guitars and and mic and make it all wireless make it just natively connect i would love that I, we're not gonna see it but but i did so um there is multiplayer but one thing they got a dual mode and I was like, Oh, this will be cool. Cause like I figured you and I could duel each other, you know, just for fun. Okay. But it sounds like from what they said today in their live thing, they've been doing a lot of YouTube, a lot of sessions and showing the game off and, and they showed off this battle mode today, but it was it, what the guy said was it's like random. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, random? Like, like you, it's random. It, it's like a random matchmaking if for battle mode. So it's like, okay. I can't just, why can't I just play against Rob in a battle mode? I, so if I can't play against you, that's going to suck. Cause I yeah. think that would be fun. Like playing these, they're doing it in the show, playing against each other. Like, but he said, this is like a random matchmaking for that mode. And I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> It's you gotta know? have like people in a party can play together. They I, I would hope be, so. There's yeah. gotta be a way for like you to battle your friends. Cause otherwise what's the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not going to battle be, random people. Cause yeah. I'd rather be in a party, you know, talking with you, talking smack, you know, watching you throw down and kick my butt. <laughs> so it would be <laughs> or, fun you know this could be like the next game that has the big hot topic of skill-based matchmaking yeah (laughs) user yeah it's in all the fps games and fuser there you go oh but there's multiplayer and there's things there's it just looks like i think i'm gonna try it i'm gonna give it a go and okay sorry if the microphone's making noise my one of my dogs just was laying at my feet and all of a sudden he jumped up to leave. So he's like, I'm out of table. Here. He's talking about fuser. <laughs> no, but anyways. Okay. Oh, and, and I just looked it up. Those other two games that got pushed back are far cry six and rainbow six siege. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. They, they weren't coming out like anytime super soon, but still they got pushed out because of uh, COVID and COVID. all that other junk. Yeah. Yeah, Far Cry was, I think, April, and I don't know when the next Rainbow Six game was scheduled to come out. Was that Siege? Was it just an update? That was just the Siege update, right? No, I For thought. Next no, I thought Siege. I know that there's there was plans to have a Siege for the new systems that was going to bring crossplay and some other stuff. I think, and then this is Rainbow Six Quarantine oh that's right it's the uh three-person shooter thing that's right yeah i remember that now yeah the three-player co-op no okay 
So this is interesting. So I guess they're saying it is what's left of a canceled game called Pioneer. Hmm. That's a nonviolent space exploration game that was rebooted and overhauled. This is going back a while. Anyway. <laughs> but so okay. anything else or is that it? No, that that's I think that's all I've played. Um on the console now if you want me to throw in mobile oh, your mobile. i'm not going to go through my mobile list but i will i did add a new game to the mix this week yeah and it's called pop blitz so it's a match three game very much like disney emoji blitz it's it's basically i almost the identical game mm-hmm. but with funko pop characters and licenses so i've 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 added that to the repertoire on the on the phone so Okay. But and then f- about- for me, uh, I've done a little bit of Fortnite. Big surprise there. Um, I did. Oh, I did play that because yeah. I, I, I forgot about that. But yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'll need to comment on that too after you give your list. But because I oh, did play that, that mode you that you were talking about. Oh, the new one. Yeah. What do you think? The Fortnite Mares or whatever. Yeah. I. I don't know. I was playing with the kids, so mm-hmm. it was kind of fun, except you can kill your own teammates when they're ghosts. Yep. So my youngest came up to me and he was hanging around and I turned around and freaked out. Ah, ghost. And it's like, oh, you killed. And I, I was like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that was you. I would have let you hang out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it doesn't show your teammate name when right, they switch. Right. And, uh, but you know, then of course I become the ghost. It's kind of nice to, if someone kills you, cause you drop right where you, you were. So they're they still in the area. Yeah. So it's kind of nice that when you are able to take them out, but overall I will be glad when this is gone. And I wish it was a mode. I wish it wasn't forced on you. It was optional. Yep. Yeah. It's like, give me solos, duos and squads as frightmares but also leave this the, the normal one there, you know. But maybe it's one of those things of if they made it optional, nobody would play. I don't know. I, I don't should know. tell them they should have not wasted their time and money on it. Yeah. But this um, way, since they force feed it to you, they're like, oh, look, <laughs> everybody's playing the new mode. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, my, my son and I played with one of his buddies uh, yesterday. And. So we went into squad. So it was three of us. And then we had a random and the random was being kind of a butthead. And when I say that I'm being very kind. <laughs> so this guy is like shooting stuff. You know, he's staying with us as a squad, right? So he's sticking with us, but he's like shooting trees. I'm on top of one of the gas stations. He's blowing up the pumps. And he was like level 156. So he apparently like plays the game so much he's freaking bored and he's trying to entertain himself. <laughs> and I was talking to my son, you know, we were like in this battle towards like the later, like last quarter of the game. And like, we were just talking it's like, if we die, we're coming back. We're taking this guy out. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, so yeah, we got like caught in the middle of some squads 
and annoying guy was nowhere even remotely helpful. So we all got taken out and then I'm dropping back down and I'm like trying to find him. <laughs> but it turned out he was already a ghost. So oh, okay. he, uh, he got, uh, actually shadow this is the proper term. He got shadowed, uh, right around the time that we got shadowed. So we couldn't have our sweet victory revenge on our own teammate, <laughs> which is surprising that you would even think something like that. But anyway, uh, yeah, that new mode is kind of annoying and it makes the, um, it, it makes getting the challenges done a little more different because now you have all these shadows everywhere. And I do have to say that I did play this week. I played one game solo and I did get a victory Royale, which was freaking awesome. And it was not as a shadow either. So um, it is a little intense. I think even more intense, at least it was for me, when you are one of the last few people standing and there's shadows just coming at you because they tend to gang <laughs> up on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, as long as you have a good shotgun, you have a chance because the shotgun is like their kryptonite. You either yeah, it is. Peg oh, yeah, from I, far I, away I, with an <laughs> AR, like a scar or something, or one of the you know really nice uh, like LMG burst whatever's. Either get them with that, or you get like a combat shotgun or something like the legendary shotgun. Thankfully, they do go down pretty easy. Yeah. I that's that's the one thing I will say. It was like thankfully it wasn't wasn't like they mm. were invincible. So, and it's it made it more tolerable, more tolerable. Yeah, and and it's interesting too that they made the decision that the shadows can heal themselves by eating loot. Yeah, I thought that was cool because any high level loot I went over and consumed it, even if I was fully healed. Oh yeah, I consume I it anyways because it would take it off the game field. Oh yeah, like. Any med kits, I yeah. freaking munch them like a McRib. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I take them out. Anything like legendary, any heals, shield potions, they are history. I don't, I don't care if I need them or not. But uh, yeah, so did the Fortnite thing. Um, I did Watch Dogs. I did get that loaded. I unfortunately didn't have a whole lot of time today to uh, to play it. I just sat through the beginning of it and let me ask you this so when you started watchdogs was it reading the menus to you <laughs> yes yes I, I was like so i started this thing up and i'm like is that freaking narrator on and i'm going through you know i went to the home and i'm going through accessibility i'm like yeah everything's turned off and then you know i went it's through a couple other menus yeah i went through a couple other menus and then i saw that there's a setting it was like read menu or something so I toggled it on and off a couple of times and then it finally stopped. That was goofy. I mean, yeah, I think they should have told people that it was happening. It was in the game. I, yeah. And it was weird. I thought, and then even after I was like, no, I don't want this. When I quit the game and came back later and rebooted the game and went to the main menu, it's like, press a button. I was like, I thought I turned this off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's probably some kind of, you know, accessibility thing that they had to turn on because of some lawsuit or something. Who knows? Yeah. You always get that kind of stuff because of weird stuff that happens. But, uh, and I was kind of rolling my eyes when I saw some of these, um, I'll call them fake news (laughs) 
stories today <laughs> about uh, about Legion, yep. how it's got a game breaking bug. Did you see those? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Apparently, like if you play the game far enough, there's a mission called 404 where I guess the console overheats for some reason and it goes like into some kind of thermal shutdown. So all these like news sites are reporting it as game breaking bug. And I'm like, all right, you are now on my suspect list of (laughs) credible news stories. You are on my suspect list. It's like, really? But anyway, they're, Ubisoft is supposedly coming out with a patch tomorrow on Friday yeah, to address this. And I, don't know, I think they made a big deal out of it because, you know, if, I think if you, and this is maybe not the best way to look at it, but if you played eight hours of a game on launch, you got some good time in. It's maybe time to go do something else for a little while, stretch your legs, get some exercise. I don't know. If you have to put the game down for a day, maybe that's fine. But, uh, yeah, so I did a little bit of watch. watch what you say. You're going to get eight mail. No, (laughs) I I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of our community members love their gaming, but, uh, yeah. Watchdogs Legion. I played a little bit before I had to get back to unfun stuff. And, uh, so I just, I got through the menu and then I started up the mission as that dude that is, uh, james bond-esque and he's like sneaking oh yeah in, you know for, right in the beginning oh yeah you yeah yeah it's right that's at the where you're at yeah so you haven't even started it no yeah. <laughs> okay it was it was one of those days i, I told you yeah. earlier i barely ate <laughs> today wow. yeah non-stop i've been sitting in this chair now for approximately 15 hours ouch yes but uh yeah so watchdogs legion a little bit i did play some deep rock galactic the update patch for it dropped sunday night i think so update 32 dropped and uh, you get a free cosmetic it's just like demon head uh for halloween so that is uh free by compliments of management, everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. And, and the game this, is free now too. Is it all? Yeah. Is it in uh, Game Pass already? Yep. Oh, nice. So I, I'm, yeah. I believe I do believe so because uh, even like the icon changed on my dashboard. Okay. So Does I, it have I that Game Pass thing on it. Oh, good point. No, it doesn't. I uh, thought maybe it, it's not in Game Pass yet. Yeah. Maybe it's not. But I think it's coming. That's right. It's next, next month, I think, which is which is what? Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Oh, we yeah. To, I want to. I want to say it's within the next week. We gotta fall back to the clocks. That's right. That's, which uh, I refuse Saturday. to do. I'm not spending an extra hour in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> but you get an extra hour gaming if you're up late on Saturday. There you go. Or you can push it into Sunday, or maybe you can even roll it earlier, right? You can change your clock back earlier and get an extra hour in the evening. Sure. You don't have to wait until two, but, uh, yeah. So you get a cosmetic for Halloween. 
they did, you know, how, you know how we talked last week about how games are like making seasonal holiday changes. Yep. We got freaking pumpkins everywhere in the levels. Oh, geez. Annoying. So I think they replaced something with pumpkins. And uh, when you shoot a pumpkin, then either like spiders or something come out of it. Uh, I think loot bugs sometimes. So you can either shoot them or you can avoid them. But if you're attacked by a swarm, then you get a couple more. What I started doing is like I would, you know, break a pumpkin and you just go through tons of ammo if you're shooting the spiders that are in it because they're the little guys. Yeah. Kind of swarm you. So I just hit him with the pickaxe. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. But uh yeah, so update 32 dropped. It's got two new missions, a whole bunch of new um shouts. Those are the sayings for rock and stone and all those other good ones that you've heard us say over the past, I don't know, year approximately. So yeah, two new missions. I went through the release notes. Man, there's a huge list of stuff that they added. So I can say it was worth the wait because I think the last one was in July. So that's like three, four months. And supposedly they got all those fixes in, you know, the, the framework fixes that we talked that, about. That'll that be really nice. If you don't get those walls popping up in front yeah. of you anymore. Yeah. I didn't have any of that. The fixes actually came for that actually came in before update 32. So there's actually an update, a 31 and a half updates prior to update 32 but uh yeah so i got a couple games in of that uh it was a lot of fun and it was weird i was like it's been such a while since we played it i couldn't remember how to do things i'm like how do i shout so this guy comes in so i started a game by myself because i was trying to get my engineer promoted so i just started up a game and this guy drops in and he's like and stone and i'm like I don't know how to do it. I'm throwing flares and <laughs> I forgot it's right stick. Yeah. Click you know, in the right stick. It. Yeah. And I actually had to look it up on, I was, I had uh Chrome up on a monitor, my other monitor. So I looked it up real quick and I'm like, Oh yeah. So then I was able to thank him when he revived me <laughs> later on when I blew myself up. But uh, yeah, deep rock. If you haven't played it, if you don't have it already, definitely get it definitely try it at least um unless you have game, game pass because it will it'll be free in game pass here oh soon. yeah but yeah definitely try it it's a game that i think people almost unanimously love um you know you kind of look at the game and it's like what the heck is this thing but when you play it it's awesome i do know one person who would disagree with you i talked to one person into getting it he does not like it so Oh, but he's weird. Well, yeah, it's not for everybody. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think Comrade's not a fan of it, right? She, she, she likes watching it. us. Yeah, she likes watching a, or watching play. She doesn't like games but... that are going to require. She's about completion, completing games. She plays oh, yeah. things that she can one hundred percent. So there's a start and a finish, not the open ended. It's games. an achievement thing. Yeah. Gotcha. She's got to get all 1,000. If they're hard, she won't play the game. Well, maybe she'll give it a try now that it'll be on Game Pass. Nope. Who knows? Nope. <laughs> okay. She's a staunch. Uh, yeah. Uh, she doesn't want to get Torchlight 3, and I'm like, it's awesome. You like Torchlight 2. But 
it's like again she looks at the achievements first before she plays a game okay. it's like oh you're missing a lot of great gaming that way yeah but. Mm-hmm. okay and then um i also did fire up uh on the pc genshin impact so this is a game that's been making the rounds last couple weeks a lot of the streamers are playing it Uh, a lot of the youtube folks are playing it it's a how should i put it well it's it's a game from china that is like anime ish that's the best way i can describe it and you have a character you're going in you're fighting you know the big bad monsters it's free to play um and you know i got about uh two three hours into it It, it's it's pretty cool for a free-to-play game it looks like it's got a lot of uh play time in it and uh you might want to give it a shot it's called genshin impact so that is about it so all right uh real quick like to mention as usual that we have um on our website the ability to send a voicemail right so you can click on the voicemail widget on the right hand side of the screen you can leave us a message up to 90 seconds in length before the thing cuts you off if you need to send multiple messages meaning more than 90 seconds uh you can just uh go through the process you know as many times as you need or you, you can alternatively send us an mp3 recording to contact at this xbox life and uh we will play your recordings on the show we do have um a voicemail the show from cat flap 1970 again and uh here we've this is a two-parter so uh here is the uh, first part good morning gentlemen cat flap 1970 the oculus 2 crest has been tried um I've tried it out. I've played the new game, uh, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, and Space Pirate, which really takes you back to your childhood. Will it replace the console? No, it will not. The graphics are better. The speed is slightly better. The product is cheaper. It is £249 or dollars. Is it worth buying? Yes, I believe it is. But it is not a games console as we know as gamers. It's definitely worth putting the money down. You can use it remotely in anywhere you wish because it's completely portable. So you can take it away on holiday, as I did. We went to a cabin and we ended up playing games. And for the fun it produced, it's well worth the money. Worth a go. You could always get it off of Amazon and potentially return it if you're dissatisfied. So maybe it's worth a go. The storage um, media for the Xbox Series x s series x whatever it's called the new square one thanks wingman i have purchased a new uh, one terabyte additional memory card i feel i'm going to be needing that additional memory so i've uh, taken uh, taken the choice to pre-order that that was 219 pounds i believe i think i'm going to need the space part two gentlemen i run out of time uh, additionally, I, I want to purchase a new headphone set for my new Square Xbox. But I'm a little unsure what to buy. I would like a wired version. I don't like wireless headphones because every time I pick them up, they're flat. Do they still do 7.1, 5.1 headphones and all that jazz? 
obviously I only have two ears in the side of my head and I get 5.1 and 7.1 all the time, thanks to nature. <laughs> but is there a good set of wired headphones I get for my new super console that plugs into my controller that will give me 5.1, minimum of 5.1, potentially 7.1? I don't know which one to buy. So I wonder if any of you guys out there within um, the, the, the community could sort of reach out and sort of point me in the right direction of what to purchase from our friends at Amazon or, or another retailer. I just want that high-quality sound that I can enjoy on my new Xbox with my new memory card and TV. Thanks, Wingman. Um, so, yeah, uh, thoughts on headsets, wired preferably unless there's a very strong case for a wireless headset that will give me that 5.1 fantastic surround sound as always gentlemen fantastic show okay so uh i can comment something on the quest real quick so i think uh yeah so mark and i we both have the quests the quest one and um my son also has uh, a quest two uh, that he's played and uh, it looks like the quest two definitely is a little cheapened, right? They cheapened the strap and a couple of other things in there, but essentially they're kind of the same. And, you know, when you're thinking about like replacing, not replacing, but you know, how does it compare to a console? Definitely one thing to kind of think about is that, well, the Oculus, quest is really an android phone strapped to your face more or less right mark yeah yeah so the quality of games is basically the equivalent of an android device which you know although the android games are pretty good you know they're decent you know they're not going to compare to the latest and greatest out there However, you know, my son's made comments that, you know, the new system, the graphics are pretty good. So I imagine that they would be better. I think the resolution's better than the Oculus one. But, um, you know, I just wonder how much of a gimmick there is in these, right? Because, you know, it's kind of like the Wii in some respects because, you know, some of the newness of, you know, getting out there and swinging your arms and doing things you know, some of that newness, that funniness, right? Because it's funny to watch other people do the stuff. You know, once some of that, like, wears off, you know, what, what do you have left? And, like, you pretty much don't use yours anymore, right? Or it's been at least a while. I, yeah. It, yeah, it, I, it, it fell into that gimmick thing. Um, yeah. I tried it out. It was cool. And then it was like, where is that thing? yeah like my son and his buddies they're always playing like rec room and onward which is you know like a, a shooting military game so i i think that if you have a crew oh, on population one is the new one that one came out last week that everybody was all excited about so you know there are some games that are pretty popular but i think they also kind of make up their own games within some of these environments like they'll go into a game and they'll just all stand around and <laughs> there's this one thing that i uh saw that they were doing where it's almost like uh you know make me laugh 
and they try to do stuff and then they kind of shoot each other <laughs> if they don't succeed it's <laughs> you know but that's like you know just taking the environment and and making it your own you're not even playing the games but you know as long as they enjoy themselves i guess that's all that matters but yeah some of the games that they're playing are just unexpected ones you know none of the stuff like beat saber or any of the games that we would really find interesting they kind of just make up their own fun in in some of these games but um yeah one thing that uh you guys might want to try i think jonathan and i briefly talked about this there's a application called virtual desktop and if you go through the process there's videos online on how to do that if you go through the process you can actually play steam games wirelessly on a quest so you can play like half-life alex and boneworks you, you name it whatever's on the steam store you can play those as well wirelessly on the quest you know the quality is not you know quite as great as something like a rift or a vive but it's not bad right because basically you can almost think of it like the quest is like mark you and i we use citrix right for work and you know, there could be a lot of our users that are using it as well, especially now that we're all remote for work. It's basically like streaming Citrix style or, you know, Twitch, whatever. It's streaming the screen of the PC to the Quest. So you don't need that super expensive link cable or any of that stuff. But uh, yeah, you might want to check that out. The virtual desktop's 20 bucks and it could potentially be worth it to open up a whole new area of gaming that's not quest limited but uh we think we should jump onto the headphones thing yeah the next Uh, thing that he talked about and i posted this question in our facebook group Mm -hmm. Um, i'm reaching out to uh txl community to sound off and share their thoughts i also posted a link in there um that's it's from windows central and it says our favorite headsets that are compatible with the xbox series x and s and they have um let's see how many are in this article there's a total of seven and they even list one um like best overall best versatility best wired best budget best premium best value wireless and best value so what they said so and they got you know they talk about all of those so uh feel free to check into that cat flap but just so you know, what they listed as best wired was the Turtle Beach Elite Pro number uh, two. They said it's great comfort. Their build quality and beefy sound make this a great pick. And again, that's their summary, but you can go in and see pictures and pros and cons. And there's a really good write-up on all of these. Um, so check that out. But um, I would do, he, you know, let's, let's help him out, crew. Give him some thoughts of what you guys have. I know we've already talked about what Rob and I use, so I don't know if we need to go there again. Plus, sides mine are wireless, so he's looking for wired. So and that's that's my game. <laughs> some cheap. You, you like the wired? Yeah, that's well, that's what I've traditionally done because I have uh, you know, an okay brand of HyperX that I use on the computer. And I just unplug it from the computer and I plug it into my headset, not headset, the controller. Yeah. So I do have that little, I don't know, two, three foot cable that goes from the headset to the controller. That's perfectly fine for me because 
wherever I go, I just like if I'm walking around, I just grab the controller with me and having that tether doesn't matter. Now, the the one thing that I do know about headsets, right, is, you know, there's a couple of things that you need to consider. You know, one being, of course, that, uh, you know, there's the quality of the drivers. So the more expensive headsets will typically have larger magnets in them. And the larger magnets, you know, the potentially the nicer it sounds, the boomier the bass explosions and all of that. So having like a 50 millimeter driver is better than a 40 and comfort is huge, right? So you can have like, I don't like on ear at all. I like over the ear. I like same here. Yeah. The, you know, the headset, you know, pressing against my melon, not against my ears because I find that my ears hurt. after you know prolonged pressure so comfort is uh important you know some of them have like leatherish or faux leather covers others are like some kind of fuzzy material and that can matter i found depending on how much sound isolation that you want i think some of those that are like a smoother surface i'll call it like the faux leather or vinyl or whatever those yeah. tend to block sounds out better than the ones that are fuzzy because I just think that they allow some sound to penetrate through. Those but full leather ones too, and or especially if it's vinyl, you're going to sweat more. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do seal more, but I guess it depends on how much you sweat through your ears. <laughs> when you're wearing that a long yeah. time, you're going to get, you're going to get yeah. warm. <laughs> you know, and I find myself, sometimes as well especially if there's other people in the room and i'm talking to them i don't fully cover my ears so i may put the headset on and then i'll pull it back a little bit so like the front part of my ear is a little exposed so i can hear what's going on in the room for conversation and then you know that's a way to cool off a little bit as well or to vent but uh The one thing that I was kind of wondering myself about the 0.1 sound, right? 5.1, 7.1 is, you know, it's a valid point. What he mentioned, you know, it's, you've got two ears, right? And in home theater, 5.1, 7.1 is basically the amount of speakers, right? The 0.1 is the sub. And then you'll have a center channel and then a certain amount of speakers around the room. Now, when you're dealing with headsets, my impression that I've gathered from my research a long, long time ago, and this may be wrong, but my impression is that any of that 7.1 and 5.1, isn't that all simulated? Yeah. In the headsets. Yeah. That's my understanding too. Yeah. So I really wonder. You you can't put, you know, the one is your center channel on the five, you know, you got five speakers plus, you know, plus the, the one, which is the center or the seven speakers plus the one is the center, right? No. And the point one is the sub. So this, if okay. it's 5.1, it's sub as a point one, and then front, one center channel, and, center. and then four right, front, like left, right, and then the two surrounds in the back. That's the five. And the seven is two in the middle. It adds two more. Right. Okay. So, but yeah, so if you don't have a headset on, 
you're watching a movie, then yes, the then the sound sounds like it's coming from behind you or in different directions. But when you have a headphone on, then it, you know, you're everything's going straight into your ear, so it all has to be simulated because it's not it's all coming from the same spot. Mm-hmm. Right. And and the one thing that I was wondering is like, okay, like uh, on my computer. I have the HyperX sound card that has the 7.1 and it's simulated. So the sound card, USB sound card thing for the headset, it does its own processing to give you the impression of 7.1 sound of being surrounded. Now, games also do that to some extent. Um, And there are like 7.1, 5.1 add-ons to systems. So, and when I say add-ons, I mean like on the Xbox, you have that Sonic, is it Windows Sonic? Yeah. I think what they call it. And then, then Dolby. Dolby yeah, Dolby has all their own stuff. So the thing I'm kind of curious about, and maybe this warrants some research, is if you have let's say an Xbox and you pay the 10 bucks or whatever it is to turn on Atmos or you just use the free Windows Sonic because I, I think that's free. Couldn't you just get a plain headset and, you know, without any of that 5.1, 7.1 stuff and just basically get like the same kind of effect where you don't need I- the headset to do that audio imagery for you, right? Because the console will do it. I, I think that's true because I remember remember when Microsoft with the back I think it was shortly after the One X came out they came out with their stereo headset which seemed mm-hmm. kind of odd like why would you put out a stereo headset but like you said they support that Sonic that Windows Sonic and Dolby Atmos so Again, if it's all being simulated in the game, then it's, yeah, you may not need the actual hardware. Right. But I don't know. We, we need, we need yeah. an audio expert to help answer that question. Or Google. Or Google. <laughs> yeah, so that's just one thing that I wondered. It's like, do you really need to spend like $300 for a 7.1 headset that's wireless, for example? You know, yeah, it's doing its own, you know, 7.1 decoding, but in the end, there's only two speakers anyway, so it's simulated. So it's like you can have the console simulate it, or maybe sometimes even the game, or you can have the headset simulate whatever it's getting from the multi-channel feed. So, I don't know, it almost makes more sense to me to, spend more money on a better let's say like studio quality headset not necessarily a gaming one although i guess you need the uh, microphone but yeah what i'm saying is like spend the money get a better quality headset maybe without the 5.1 7.1 and leverage what's on the console but there's nothing wrong with getting a dedicated you know gaming headset either right as long as you like the fit the finish and the sound so anyway Man, you, you make that poor guy spend so much money. <laughs> TV and memory cards and <laughs> yeah, now headsets and 
<laughs> and you guys, you guys got me wondered about that, wondering about the uh, memory card as well, because I did not buy one. I was relying on using my external disc, but that was kind of earth shattering news to me to know that you can't put Series X games on spinning discs. So I wonder how quickly it's going to fill up with the what 700 gig that's available on it. You have to do some pretty good disk management. So, alrighty, ready to move on? Yep. All right. So, um, there's a couple of things we want to chat about the shoe. So you, you want to take the first one? You want to start that one off? Sure. Why not? Um, so we know that the series X series S is not getting, not necessarily getting a new dashboard. Um, you know, we get new consoles in the history of consoles, we've always seen a new dashboard, right? There's always been a right. new interface. Uh, PS5 is getting a new interface than what they had on the PS4, and the PS4 is maintaining what they had. So the Series X and the Series S, are when you turn it on, it's going to look just like your Xbox One because they've updated, Microsoft has updated the, very recently, our Xbox Ones. They're going to look just like the Series X. For the most part, one of the things that's that's coming is dynamic backgrounds. So there's going to be, um, you won't just have a static image anymore. They're going to have, you know, different colors and like, like these colored waves going back and forth across your background, right? It'll, it'll have some movement to the background, okay. make it look a little bit more modern and stuff. But it, what's interesting is that this is going to be, only be available on the series versions of the console not the xbox one and so my thoughts were twofold do we feel does it i guess rob what i'm trying to think was do you think that this people will have a cow over this because hey it's the same os the xbox one why can't this get the dynamic backgrounds how hard can that be right i i like I can't see that being well. We need this hardware to make the background dynamic. I I don't believe it. Um, and uh, you know, because you know how the internet is, they get mad over everything. Oh. Or is it something that because this will be probably one of other things? Like we'll start to see different things that the new hardware on their updates will probably get new features that the older stuff will no longer get. So yeah, I mean, something about that. <laughs> yeah, something like a dynamic background. I mean, to me, it just means some kind of movie, right? Or some kind of animation going in the background. Because right. on Samsung phones, or let's say Android phones, for example, you can get live backgrounds, you know, where it might have some kind of little swirling motion or something right. going on in the background. And those are cool. Although they use more battery. So I don't know. Yeah. You can definitely find fault with that. But on a console, I I was kind of wondering about this myself where it's like, what could there be some kind of technical reason why you can't have it? Mm, that is suspect. I, I don't think so. The only limitation could potentially be some kind of memory issue 
or just that they coded everything so poorly that <laughs> they can't get it to run smooth on the older processors. Maybe that, but you know, I, I can also see them saying it's like, all right, next generation, you do get these couple of extra perks because I mean, it was, I'll say nice of Microsoft to update the dash and give it to everybody. Right. It's a lot nicer, right? I really like it. Oh yeah. One. It's a huge difference, especially with the store. Yeah. I mean, it looks so much better rather than the old one, which was kind of garbagey from 2013 band-aided yeah. since 2013 when the original one came out and they had such performance issues with the original one. I, I remember when they made like the first big technological leaps to make it smoother. All they did was like lump everything on one page. Yeah. Cause you remember how it used to be, it's like you would switch pages and then it'd be like drawing everything in. It's like, yeah. In 2017, why are you waiting for tiles to draw in yeah. when you have a hundred meg internet or something? Yeah. So it's vastly improved. And it, and again, it is cool that they gave, I'll say the new dash to everybody, but I, I can see them going, Hey, the new consoles are going to be getting this. And then eventually, you know, it's coming at some point, they're going to stop developing for the, for the xbox one right i would just imagine like, just like they did for the 360 right and i can see them you know accelerating the features that are only in series x because when you're a programmer when you have a lot more memory a lot more cpu i mean that opens doors right now are you saying series x only or series S and X, because you said Series X, which would leave the brand new Series S console I, well, I not mean getting both. updates. No, I mean I mean both. You meant the series, okay. <laughs> the new generation versus yeah. current slash older generation. Uh, so what I'm saying is, I could see them starting to add certain features to the new ones, at least major ones like this. You know, whether or not it's technological, I don't know. So do you think that the, the update everybody just got on their Xbox One, you think that will be the last update for the Xbox One platform? No, no, I don't think so. Didn't they say something like they're going to support old consoles for like at least two years? I know that was with the previous generation. I wonder if they're going to do but that. But if it's the same OS, if if it's the same, and there's got to be, if they're doing dynamic backgrounds, then there's got to be, it's got to be a different, you know what I mean? There's got to be something different unless they're just not allowing it on there. But if, if it is the same, then any new modern features we would want, if you're, if it has to work on the old hardware, it could limit the new stuff and what we can have. Mm -hmm. So I would hope that personally, I'd rather say, I'd rather them say, this is the last update for the one. And going forward, you're only going to see updates on on the, the series. Which, to me, it's like they've been updating this thing for 10 years. Uh, the 360 just got an update, actually. Oh, it did? <laughs> yeah. So, but it was for cloud saves. So, they just updated the 360's OS 
So if you if you've got some older games, you can go in and now have all your cloud saves transferred or I'm sorry, all of your game saves on your 360 transferred into the cloud. And that's now available through the 360 itself. But again, that thing hasn't had an update in a long time, but they they still did updates for it long after I thought they should have. Oh yeah. But I would hope that at this point say, okay, we're done with the update. We're still going to support games and all that, but we're moving forward, you know? Right. Personally, I'd say just move forward. All of us that are buying these things don't want to be held back because everything has to work on old hardware. Right. Oh, absolutely. So that's why I think this kind of tells me that this is the way they're going to go. They supported it. You got the latest and great greatest, which is awesome. You got a, a store and everything that's, but other types of features, we're going to see it on the new hardware, maybe only. So, which I think is fair, you know? Sure. Oh yeah. But. Yeah, Cause you know, it's coming where they're going to stop making the consoles. And then all of a sudden we're going to have more and more games that are only released for the new platform. Yeah. And then we get that announcement <laughs> production ceased on all of the, the current ones. Yeah. Well, I, I would think that they're not even, I would imagine they're not even manufacturing the old ones anymore. I really wouldn't think they that they would be. You'd think yeah. by now there's enough inventory that they're just going to sell them off. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, why would they and, still be manufacturing at this point? And I was kind of wondering too, you know, are they like retooling the factories that, you know, do the you know, ser- not the Series X, the, the Xbox One X and the S, just retool the factories so they can make the new consoles. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, so it's bound to happen. Is, so maybe this is kind of that answer. It's like, it's a way to kind of make everybody happy. Um, everyone's going to have the nice new OS. I mean, we're still even on our ones. It's like, you're not getting a new S, but you, what well, we are, we're, we're getting this, what we see today is going to be there and we're going to get dynamic backgrounds and potentially some other future features that mm-hmm. you won't see. Stay I just hope party, I hope parties are there and chat messages and stuff, which we, they took, you know, we're on the 360, and then when the Xbox one came out, they weren't there for like years. It's like, really all these, and then they come out, we got this new feature. It's like, uh, I've had that on my 360 <laughs> yeah. for seven years. Uh, it's not new. <laughs> So I hope yeah, that like, what we can do today, and we we should because it's the same OS right now. Yeah. So I guess I guess we'll see. You know, on, on a side note, you know, we we've talked about how we really think that, at least I think that, when they released the Xbox One, they kind of backpedaled right after that. Kind of that, you know, Don Matrick disaster reveal. Oh. And, uh, you know, they wanted to make the guy in the submarine happy. <laughs> yeah. And that, I support uh, our Navy and all, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. But you know what? The, you know, I'm sure that that comment, the submarine comment wasn't actually from somebody on a submarine. It was <laughs> no probably a PlayStation fanboy that wasn't going to get a console anyway. Yeah. But, uh. You know, so they, they backpedaled and we got basically like a barren, absolute barren dashboard. And I really wonder if 
five, 10 years from now, if there's going to be like an expose of what really happened, <laughs> you know, cause they do have those, right. You know, it's like years later, it's like, you know, where are they? Why, now? Is, <laughs> why is the Duke so large? And then you hear the details about how it was a manufacturing thing and the manufacture, oh. the manufacturing company <laughs> wouldn't do like a double, um, layered board so they had to make like a really big one yeah did you know that you no i that? didn't know that till recently when was yeah. it seamus blackley was talking about it yeah yeah so so you know all this stuff comes out like years later when it really doesn't matter it's like it gets uh <laughs> declassified yeah so i would love to hear once you know the xbox one series not series but once the Xbox original ones are retired, Xbox. <laughs> original Xbox ones, once oh, they yeah. are retired and behind us, if we'll actually hear the like, real story, uh, the real story behind there's, the Xbox. Or as Andy Rooney used to say, the rest of the story. Yeah, there you go. So that's what we want. Mm-hmm. We need a book. Oh yeah. So I did yeah. I, another just thought came to mind. Um, I saw a meme today that was pretty funny. Um, it shows Keanu Reeves' uh, character from Cyberpunk. Um, it was basically a picture of that character, and it's it was called Cyberpunk Forever, and he was in the Duke Nukem Forever pose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the next Duke Nukem game. <laughs> forever nice. being delayed. Uh, so. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's... Uh, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's like it's not. I think the PS3 had dynamic backgrounds. I believe. Yeah. Um. It, it's not a big deal, but no, it'll be nice. It's something it's that's like flavor. Okay, it's just something to add a little bit, something nice to the look of it, the aesthetic. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. And and also another thing to think about too is. You know, when it comes to the dashboard, you know, people are very particular about it. Like, you know, we had our gripes with the old one, a couple of things that, you know, we mentioned, of course, just now. But uh, in the end, how much time do you actually even spend in it? Exactly. I, you know, I have my routine. I usually go in and manually update everything because that's what I like to do. I like to see what gets an update and what doesn't. And I do my you know, dinky little thing for my points. (laughs) And, uh, you know, then I'm in games. It's, I, I I really don't search for games. I do that online. Like even the store store all the time for some reason. I'm always going in to see what just came out. What's what's is if there's anything new listed on the coming soon. I don't know why I do that all the time, but sure. Just one of my routine. Yeah. It's your routine. routine. No, no problem with that. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, the, um, you can almost think of it like a hallway, right? It's just something that you go through to get to your final destination. Yeah. And you really don't pay attention to what's in the hallway, like at work or school or whatever. You're just going into your classroom or your office and you spend as little time in there as possible. Usually. Yeah. You know, especially now that the store is technically separate, right? It's not really part of the dash. It's like a separate app, but yeah, you're ready to move but I'm on. Like, I like it a lot oh. better now. The, the store is really nice. Oh yeah. So, but yeah. Cause yes, you just I'm, got that recently, didn't you? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I just got the yeah, yeah. not it's been a little bit, but because the store came out, they updated the store a while back and then just gave out the the rest of the update to the OS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't checked to see what's in the insider program in a while now. Should take a peek in there. Although I bet uh, they're kind of slowing down some stuff, preparing for the releases of the, of the new consoles. I can't remember what it was. There was something lately that there was a, a quest to do something, and I was just like, who would ever do this? Like some of these things are like, who would ever do these things on a regular basis? Oh, the insider quests. Yeah. It's just like some of the stuff because yeah. they want you to test things out or give an opinion. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I would never do this. You know, some of the things that the console can do, I think there's a lot of things it can do that people don't even realize, you know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Again, because <laughs> we started up, we're at the home screen, we launch a game. Boom, we're in and out of That's the it. regular system. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't impede my ability to play a game as quick as possible. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and I heard the, uh, I think it's the latest Major Nelson podcast, or maybe it was last week, and they were talking about the release date. And because I think you and I had talked about what's going to happen when we get our consoles, like day one. Mm-hmm. And they did say on there, it's like, you know, you get your console, you do your update. <laughs> so mm-hmm. from what they're saying, if it's any tell, you will have to do some form of update immediately. But I, I think we all pretty much expected that. Yeah. Cause, cause those consoles, you know, they started appearing in warehouses, what beginning of the month almost. So it's been like three, four weeks probably. Yeah. That, uh, they've been appearing in distribution centers warehouses and all that stuff and they must have been sitting in you know cargo containers for two months prior to that yeah they've got an old os for sure yeah so you know they'll be at least probably three four months behind if not even more they could have an xbox one what we you know the original update like when you first boot it mm-hmm. it may have the original one we used to see because they would or, have have something on there yeah or it could be like a factory preload because or it's just you know. something that says go get it mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you have to update you know otherwise yeah. it just isn't going to work because there's no os there yeah. i would think there's got to be an os but yeah an os of some kind maybe bare minimum just yeah enough to get it booted up go through the setup and pull down the rest of it and honestly in a connected world like we have today you know that is uh that's not out of the ordinary yeah you know i still laugh about how they talked about that oh my console's got to be always on you know when the xbox one came out it's like we don't unplug anything ever yeah you don't unplug your TV, your smart TV. You don't unplug your Xbox, your phone, your refrigerator, yeah. which is now online, your Alexa, mm-hmm. which is listening to you twenty four seven, and your Home Pods and your iPhones and your Android phones and tablets and mm-hmm. your computer, which sits on it, all the time, was forever. Right. It, it's like you know, what do people do? It's like 
do they turn off their you know the power strip to their cable modem and their wi-fi router when they go to sleep no <laughs> everything is connected 24 hours a day in the home and who would want to go back to yeah. dial up modems that's essentially it's like it's just yeah. whole what do you mean i got to be connected all the time i'm like you know how many things are already connected yes yeah. it's, it's it's insane this shows how ignorant people are yeah you know it's funny like every so often i log into my wi-fi router uh just to make sure it's on the latest os and all that good stuff and uh-huh. i just see the amount of devices that are on my wireless network and it just surprises me i'm like wow yep, that list is huge you know when you count all the consoles and computers and phones yep. and you know thermostats <laughs> All the IOT devices and stuff. It's just, yeah, TV. Yeah, it's crazy. People have doorbells and cameras. Yep. Like security cameras. And, um, I got cameras in my chicken lighting just so we can watch the can the, the chickens and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one of them's even got audio so I can listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> See what the girls are up to. Exactly. Yeah, Mainly it's for my, my parents don't live yeah. near here because i can hear them out my window mm-hmm. but uh they like to they like to watch them all the time they get they have it's a fun time just, yep watching the birds listening to them and but yeah all that stuff is taking up uh <laughs> it's oh, yeah. always online <laughs> mm-hmm. so it makes it further ridiculous that yeah that they backpedal but anyway we digress again uh, we digress yes all right so the, the thing I wanted to talk about, and this was actually kind of a, a surprising thing to me, was there was a thing, I believe it was today, where Phil Spencer did an interview on a show, and he made some comments about uh, how he's been talking to, uh, apparently, Jim Ryan that's the uh, C- Sony guy, right? Isn't that that guy that uh, always does the presentations? Or is that no. somebody else? The guy who invented Marble Madness or was the coder for Marble Madness? That's Cerny, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, that is a different guy. But uh, what he was saying was that pre-orders can leave a lot of people disappointed. and does it make sense? Do they need to rethink all of that stuff? So here I'll, uh, I'll read some of the post or what he, uh, what he, not what he said, what the interview was. And he goes, you have these pre-orders and you want it to be a positive event for the community. And obviously it's hard. I think we were sold out in just a couple hours. And then you say, well, what good was that? we end up with more frustrated people. I think as an industry, we're going to have to rethink that in some ways because with the bots and everything else, it's not a great situation. We've been doing briefs with all of our retailers. Hey, are there things that we could do to make this better? And he goes, I don't like having so many people who are disappointed. That's something that we need to think about. So, when you think about it, right, any console launch, doesn't matter what the company is, whether it's Sony, Xbox, or Microsoft, 
what is the purpose of having pre-orders? Okay. Basically you plop down money and then you get your console on release day. So you're ordering it in advance and you're going to get it at some point in the future. Right. So this year there was, I think the unprecedented, unprecedented thing that we've never had. I guess that's what unprecedented means, right? That would so, be correct. <laughs> yeah. So we've had this situation that we've never had before. Would you where, say it's unprecedented? <laughs> yes. That's what I meant. So we've had this situation where it was like, when are pre-orders going to happen? Right. We don't know. April went by, May went by, June, July. And when were the pre-orders? Was that, was that in September? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, it was after August, I think. Uh, or was it in August? Anyway, like two months ago. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah, two months no, it ago. It was like, it was September, I think. Yeah. Or it was the very beginning of this month. I don't remember. I don't think it was October. So... <laughs> So they had the yeah, pre-orders. Look this up. Okay. They had the pre-orders roughly two months before release. What what good is that? Right? And what's the benefit? So the part of pre-orders is isn't it supposed to make it easier for people to get the console so that they don't have a hard time on release day? They don't have to go from store to store on release day. September so that second. Okay. So that was, yeah, a little bit over four weeks ago. So they go through these pre-orders so they don't have to have that struggle, which is like what a third world problem. Uh-huh. They call it right. So you don't have that struggle on release day. But the thing is for some customers, are you making the situation worse? Because for the folks and there's people in our community that couldn't get them right. Yep. Where, you now have this thing in September where everybody's clamoring to get these consoles. Some people got them. Some people like you and me got them. We don't know if we really got them. <laughs> it's, it's still yeah, up I'm in st- the air. Still waiting to see. I'm waiting basically to say it's shipped. Then I'll know. Yeah, exactly. And then you have the people that went through the motions had a very unhappy experience because these pre-orders, you know, sites are always down, things don't work. You're retrying. I remember listening to, I think it was Paul Thurot or maybe it was Modern Vintage Gamer. They were talking about their experience. It was like an hour long process trying to get the console and, yep. you know, um, you know, having issues and going to different sites. Oh yeah. And so in the end, it's like, what are you really doing? Are you really making it a better experience? Are you, or are you exacerbating a problem where now these people had the frustration of not getting the console on the pre-order day and now they got to do the day one thing anyway? You, you know what I mean? So is it, is it even yeah. worth it? And I remember there was a, a discussion, some other people I was listening to talk about it you know, saying that the debacle that was Sony, where all of a sudden some retailers were just releasing it in the middle of the night and nobody knew. Oh, yeah. She had that problem, which really upset customers because they didn't know. But then on the verse side, Microsoft said, okay, this is when it's going to go live. So everybody knew it. 
but because everybody knew it, no one could get one. So it, it, like, regardless of the situation by both these companies, the way it was handled, you both companies ended up with customers very upset. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, like they need to, I don't know how you solve something like that. Do they just get rid of you the know? pre-orders and say, hey, just the console comes out on, yeah, it comes out on November 10th. That is the release date. You can either go order it on November 10th and get it like a couple days later, or you can go to the store. Is that a better solution? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I don't or think that so. Just... I wouldn't like that. I would, I don't want to go back to the store. <laughs> I want it on day one and I want it you're delivered spoiled. to me. Yeah, you're I've gotten spoiled, spoiled with Prime and all that stuff. They need to be able to detect bots. Yeah. They, they need to be able to find a way to say, is this a human that's really trying to come here uh, and order this and get rid of the bots? How'd you like to be scrambling to get your console and have to do a captcha where it's like, how many of these pictures have crosswalks? Oh, screw captures, dude. I hate those things. <laughs> That's one way to get rid of the bots. I don't know if it, well, I guess, but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a good solution though either. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a weird situation, you know, where again, they do pre-orders. They've been doing it for a while now, right? Last couple of generations and, or last couple of releases at least. But is it something that needs to be fixed too? Because how often does it happen? This isn't something that happens every day. But it's a big deal. Once every 10 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is it, is Mm -hmm. there, I mean, I appreciate that like Phil Spencer's talking with the retailers trying to, how can we do this better? Because I agree. But at the same time, I don't know. What, what, how often are we faced with this issue? I know they had the same problem with the NVIDIA cards. Wasn't it NVIDIA that just really, like they had the same problem there. I think I remember. Yeah. Um, That was a huge issue too. So, and I think as more and more things go online and you've got, they do need to figure it out a way to defeat the bots and stuff like that. So, you know, recognize a real person is trying to order something. Um, But I mean, what do the bots really do? Is it, they snap up the consoles to sell them on eBay or something. Yep. That's my understanding. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's Good. paying for them. So, you know, and then they turn around and they, you're, you know, they, they charge double on eBay because people can't get them. They're depending on this. They're taking advantage of the, the situation. Yeah. I wonder how the eBay thing is going to go this time around. I think with like the PS3, I don't remember the PS4, but wasn't it with the PS3 that there was actually adequate supply? So a lot of the scalpers kind of got hosed. You know, they were trying to sell systems for like a thousand bucks a pop and they actually couldn't sell them. Same thing happened with like the Nintendo um, mini, NES mini, Mm -hmm. you know, that that's, and I guess one one solution, and it's not a foolproof solution, but if these companies, you know, worked with places like eBay and, you know, to combat that type of stuff. But see, eBay, eBay doesn't care. They're going to make money. Sure. 
the more mm-hmm. it sells for, the more they make because they get a percentage of sales, right? Yep. So I don't think there's going to be an incentive for them to say to police what's being, you know, trafficked, if you will, on their site. Mm-hmm. But if we could get some kind of like, you know, hey, you can't do this type of thing, and we cut cut the feed out from, I mean, isn't that what StubHub tried to do? Like with sports tickets and concert tickets, try to help alleviate um, scalpers and stuff asking for exorbitant prices. I mean, you still, you still some exorbitant prices on there. Yeah, maybe it's uh, just uh, more of a yeah. legalized uh, uh, exchange or something. Yeah, because I always assume that you know those places they have agreements and they automatically get <laughs> like good seats <laughs> to begin with. So yeah. all you're doing is you're exchanging, let's say, like the individual scalpers with now corporate scalper. scalpers. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, with this pre-ordering of the consoles, it's kind of an interesting situation. It's like, how do you really fix that? Do you just make sure that all of the retailers are up to snuff with their websites that they don't, you know, like Microsoft? You know, they're up to snuff. And they crashed immediately. Immediately. For me, for me, they came back quickly. That's why I put my bet on them. I bet on them and I bet on Amazon thinking Azure and AWS. Yeah. (laughs) They got to be better than the rest. But then again, the rest probably use Azure and AWS as well. (laughs) Yeah. But, but the thing is when you know, when you've got the keys to the castle, you can react better than a tenant Yes, in the castle or you, you have more resources available to you. But when it's your product trying to be sold on the tenants, you're going to want them up as running just as quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the crappy thing for me, at least with Amazon is they had that landing page. I never did figure out to even how to get to the product page. The landing page disappeared. Yeah, and then it came back. But they but didn't I, even start selling for what a couple hours later, wasn't it? Oh, really? They were they I thought it was I thought it was Amazon and Best Buy were late to the party. Okay, I don't remember that. Those were the two that were like late to the party. Mhm. So, but it was it yeah. was it definitely was messed up and it it does suck. But again, is it Again, first world problems, right? Is that the saying? First world problems or third Uh, world, whatever. Yeah, probably first world. First world. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We're all griping about, I couldn't get my $500 console the moment it went live on the internets. Okay. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, and I'm saying that to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, instead play so your five hundred dollar console that you got now until you get the new one. Right, you're gonna get it. <laughs> yeah. So again, is it really, is it really a problem? It's definitely yes, a business problem. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. But you know, does it warrant having to find a way to fix it? <laughs> I I think it does because ultimately it's a customer service problem. It does impact. So, customers i know people were po'd at microsoft and sony when it's oh yeah it's not and it's like i wasn't upset with microsoft at all it's not their fault and i think the people was and i don't think it was sony's fault either 
with what happened. I, I don't know for sure if they said do what you want. I, I kind of doubt that they did that. I think it was just someone pulled the trigger early and then all of a sudden the others are like, oh crap, let's get, you know, go, go, domino go. effect. Yeah. Um, Cause didn't so they do just, that thing? It just in, happened. <laughs> didn't they, didn't Sony do that thing initially where they had that like sign up with your PSN account and they would let you know. Yeah. When pre-orders happened. I thought so. And then all of a sudden and, it was like, it was happening. Yeah, exactly. You know? And then people just panicked and, Mm-hmm. the world ended and <laughs> yeah but yeah i definitely do think they need to do something at least to either meet demand or improve the experience right don't just leave everybody with this like awful experience because people will remember that this kind of reminds me of gen con that gaming convention in or Indianapolis. PAX. Yeah, trying to get yeah. tickets for PAX. They're all sold out like immediately. Oh, yeah. Like if you're so, not monitoring your Twitter account, and they only announce it on Twitter, it's like you got to mm-hmm. be ready. Otherwise, oh, they went live five minutes ago. They were sold out for every day. And like, what? Mm-hmm. How, how does that happen? Yeah. Bots. And then you go down to the show, and there's 8,000 people down there scalping tickets. Oh, yeah. It's like, nah. Entrepreneurs. Yeah, entrepreneur to criminals. Yeah, the the thing with Gen Con that happens every year, except in 2020, is uh, the housing portal is yeah. just a freaking mess because it's in Indianapolis, which is comparatively, you know, not a super large city. So when Gen Con happens, like every hotel in the freaking city is booked. Yeah. I've been in a situation where we booked a place just because we're cheap. We booked a place like 15, 20 miles out. Yeah. And then we go down for breakfast. Like half the place, sometimes even more, is Gen Con people. <laughs> yeah. And this is like 20 miles out. Like <laughs> on the outer ring of yeah. uh, of Indianapolis. But uh, yeah, the big problem over there is the housing portal because that opens up on a specific day and it would crash the portal site to try to get hotels because a lot of people are trying to get the downtown hotels, which are forever elusive and super expensive. And so what they started doing is this is a couple of years ago when you, when the portal opens, you actually get a time slot. So it'll open, let's say at 11 in the morning on a Sunday and you get a time slot when you can log in and last couple of years, I'll get like a time slot of like 5 p.m. It's like, are, are you are you kidding me? Six hours later, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. But there are some people that are lucky, you know, where they might get like an 11.10 time slot and they'll be able to do it. So maybe something, maybe something like that is worth investigating as much as it would suck. Where it's like you register and you're told, okay, Mark, you, it's it's going at 10 in the morning, Eastern time. You can log in at 1045. Well, that, that there's, here's order. the problem. That's not going to work. What's that? You're comparing a single event. That's true. Like you're it's buying tickets event. to a single event controlled through a single vendor. Yeah. This is going to be, because then it's like, okay, well, Microsoft's not allowing me in for till 10. 
when is Amazon going to let me in? When's Target? When's all these at Best Buy? And, you know, then you're going to be just having more people hitting every possible retailer site, causing even more traffic. Or, or you just, or each one has their own. You're the equivalent of Ticketmaster with their wrist straps <laughs> back when we were in our youths. Yep. Our youths. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see if uh, next time around for the, you know, Series X.5, <laughs> the, or when the um, Series X1 digital comes out, the all digital Series X. I don't yeah. know if that'll be like a big fan for her release. But yeah, maybe I next time. I wish they had an all digital version now. I, don't I know, right? Yeah. Uh, it'll probably, they'll probably announce it the day after our on november 11th <laughs> yeah exactly yeah although it's an integral part of the design i don't know if they would have like of a, a much a system the, that the has can a stay lot of the same things. you just don't have a disc slot yeah you I just have some... stays the same size or nothing it's just yeah save me the money on the drive that i will never use you know my... you just have something that fills the space inside yep my youngest son asked me the other day he's like was in my truck he's like is that a cd player and i was like yep never been used <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i forget it's even there <laughs> mm-hmm. what's a cd <laughs> i even remember in my old car i used to have uh remember those six disc changers yep from back in the day that were like so cool yeah it got to the point of where it's like I had the changer, I throw the discs in there and I'd just be like too lazy to like go in the back and remove the panel that it was like hidden in and then, you know, change the discs. So it's like, I always had the same music <laughs> in the thing, but yeah, yeah, we, we shall see. All right. All right and then, uh, I think this will be a, a quickie and this is something I was kind of wondering over the past week about unboxings. We've seen them, right? You na- insert product here, yep. whether it's phone, whatever. You see the unboxings. And I started watching, I forgot which one it was. There was an unboxing of the Series X. And this week, uh, Modern Vintage Gamer had an unboxing of the Series S. and. I caught myself on both of those, just like at the beginning. I'm like, what am I doing? I don't know if I want to watch this. Right. Because what you're doing is you are trading away your experience. Yep. (laughs) With unboxing it yourself. And it's almost like even some of these games, like uh, I know my son will watch playthroughs of games and then he'll want to get the game. And it's like, wh- why you know, everything that's going to happen. Yeah. Isn't part of playing the game, the experience. So what I was wondering about the console unboxings for something that you're really interested in, that's special to you. That's like important to you. Doesn't the unboxing detract from your experience because now you know everything that's in the box. You did not get to experience it. You got to watch somebody else experience it. And you cheated yourself. I mean, 
What, what do you think? I mean, it sounds like you're a little on the same page as me with us. And well, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because we, we mentioned this, what, a week ago about us doing unboxing because you were, you were talking about, and I don't think you ever did create your Facebook post. Maybe no, you did. I didn't. No, I, I um, forgot about that. I'll do that now. Not for um, next couple of days. Okay. Sure you will. But you were <laughs> making a comment about, you know, we can post when we get ours and, you know, everybody in the community, like you can, you can separate thread specifically about uh, people getting their boxes. And we made a comment about maybe we should do uh, unboxing ourselves. And I was like, nah, you know, I don't want to do that. And the, the big reason why is the same reason. Like I have not watched an unboxing video of this, of the series X because I don't want to, because I want to experience that myself. And it does detract. Like I watched one for the Oculus Quest and it really was like when I opened, it's like, I already knew everything. It's like, there was nothing like, and I know it, it seems weird. There's no mystery. There is. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't want to know ahead of time the way it's packed. It's just, it's exciting to open it. It's the unknown. And yes, it's just a box. You know, there's going to be a power cable. There's going to be a controller and there's going to be a console maybe some sleeves of paper in there, you know, and, and, but there's still the, it's still fresh and unknown. I don't, a lot of games I won't watch. Um, like fuser. I've watched a lot of gameplay stuff because I'm trying to figure out well, what is the gameplay? Is this something right. I want, but a game like cyberpunk, I know I want it and I'm not going to watch. There's been a lot of gameplays, you know, here's 20 minutes of gameplay. I don't watch those. Because it's the same thing. I've done it in the past. Like, oh, here's the first 15 minutes. And then when I start the game up, it's like, it's not exciting. Right. Because it's like, I already know how this starts. And it has mm -hmm. ruined that initial experience for me. Right. Now, with that all said, we got a Everett star in our group said that they wanted us to make unboxing videos of our series X. So now it's like, okay, well maybe I should make one and I'll try to remember and have like whichever kid I can trust to do it. <laughs> Squirrel. Um, Cause it's a one-time thing only, right? You know, it's like, yep. I, I don't want to try to have to do it. The box obviously is big. Um, it's not going to be something I can hold my phone in one hand and try to unbox this big giant, you know, mini fridge as, as, uh, as it's been compared to. So, I'm going to have to have like one of my kids do it or something. I got a, someone I can trust that will actually do it correctly so that it's um, a decent unboxing video. But I mean, I don't mind doing one for those that want to watch it, but I choose not to watch them for the very reasons you gave. Right. So. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, cause I likened it a little bit to my obsession with board games, <laughs> I guess, because you know, you've bought a bunch of board games and I don't know if you've ever gone through the experience, but when you buy the game, it's like, I would open up the box before I'm even ready to play. And I look through everything. It's yeah. like, I open up the box and it's like, oh, here's the manual. Oh, you know, what's it look like? Oh, it's got some, you know, cool cartoony art on it. And then there's, you know, a bunch of like punch out sheets that are all together and it's like, oh, here's a little bag of like some custom dice. 
And there's actually, I'll say like a joy in going through it and kind of like figuring out what's in it. It's almost like a box of mystery sort of Christmas time. Yeah. And and you're going through it and it's like, it's all new and you're like looking at it and you know, of course it has the, uh, like the new board game smell or, you know, Mm -hmm. the next box will have like the new electronic smell to it. Yeah. And if you're watching all of that stuff and you're passionate about whatever the topic is, then you are definitely detracting. You're, you're missing out of, on part of the experience. Now, if it's something that you really don't care about, like for example, there's this really cool um, oven that's coming out, the Anova Precision Oven. Well, technically it's out already. It's like a steam oven, uh, sous vide oven. It does all this like cool stuff. Something like that, I'm not necessarily as invested in, you know, because to <laughs> yeah. me it's an appliance. Right. And I can watch it. I haven't watched an unboxing, but I could and not care. Right. Because in the end, you know, it's like unboxing a box of cereal. It's like, I, I don't care <laughs> what it looks you know, like. It, it's interesting that you, you bring this up because specifically about an oven. Um, I bought a, an uni pizza oven. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I actually did watch the unboxing. But it was the guy unboxing it, putting it together and like using it. And it was, and that actually was nice because I didn't have to go look at the directions. The manual, like, right. I, I just pulled it out, knew exactly where things went. And I'm like, oh, here's this piece. Yep. This goes here. This, you know, and it was like a really neat experience for that item. Right. But my Xbox one, no way. Not going to watch or my Xbox series X. No way. I That's don't want to see it. Right. Yeah. And maybe it, maybe again, maybe it's depending on how important it is to you or something. I don't know. Yeah. And like even something like a phone. So, you know, you or a like watch. Your I got iPhones. an Apple watch recently. Yeah. I got a, uh, the series six Apple watch. I've never had an Apple watch and I got, and it was like so exciting to open the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was just like, I don't know. It's, there's just, yeah, I was like, you know, cause yeah. Cause you, you watch some of these unboxings where they open the package and they're like, Oh, what's under this? Oh, look, you know, there's a cable and look how nicely it's wrapped. And then what's in this compartment over here. So you're watching again, somebody's experience. Right. And you forego your own. You basically and that give cable's away not exciting that. to you anymore. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, there's a cable under there and it's nicely wrapped. Yeah. No, it's because <laughs> uh I watched an unboxing of uh the Galaxy Gear watch. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was at the time I was trying to decide, like, you know, do I want it or not? You know, what does it come with? So I watched it for different reasons, and I'm fine with that. Because right. I didn't particularly care. Cause when I got it, I'm like, all right, you know. I'll grab the phone. I mean, I'll grab the watch off of its little holder. And then I got the charging dock underneath it. And so I went in straight for those boxes and then I threw everything out. Yeah. That's, that's like a whole different, that's a whole different thing. But 
if it's something that you're passionate about, I, I think it's better to do what like you're doing and, and what I stop myself from doing to, uh, to kind of like bring that experience back. So can you say the same thing? So having an ultrasound is like an unboxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Isn't an ultrasound sure. the original unboxing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the video, you, the excitement's gone. You don't, you know, on, on day of birth, you already know what child you're going to have. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why a lot of families don't want to know, right? Yep. They're like, yeah, it's don't away tell that us. excitement. Yeah. The anticipation. That's, that's interesting. That, that is, uh, <laughs> that is right on very similar. So yeah, I guess the questions for the viewers would be, or not viewers. <laughs> that was before <laughs> the listeners is, uh, you know, what do you, what do you guys think? Is that something that, uh, that you wouldn't want to say for yourself or you just don't care? So I bet a lot of people don't care too. They're not as, as emotionally as invested videos as videos are. I think you're right. A lot of people enjoy them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even like the playthrough videos, like what I had mentioned, um, like I'll take one that my son watched. He watched, um, the telltale Minecraft game. Uh that they had i forgot what the full name was but you know he watched playthroughs of it and then he started playing it and he was just basically playing he knew exactly what was coming and he was fine with it but for me it's like well now you're just going through the motions so why why even bother playing because the story is the game in there that is what you walk away with um and you know there are games that are different for everybody it probably doesn't matter as much over there where, you know, let's say like something like watchdogs Legion, right? Everybody's game experience could potentially be different based on them recruiting different people. Could be, And I think some of that stuff is randomized, isn't it? To make I don't it unique. know that. I don't know. It's interesting. That was mm-hmm. a thought I had. So I was like, okay, I lost this mission is there any way to get this back? Well, I, can I recruit that person, you know, or is it just a total, that's just gone for good, never to be able to play. Cause it kind of sucks. It's like, I was right there and got caught. It wasn't even me. It was my little, my little, um, little spider dude that got caught. And so it's like, I won't know what's in there. What was that information? I'll, I can never get it now. And that yeah. kind of sucks, but, that's also the way it is, right? Like in real life, you wouldn't have another opportunity at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was listening to the ACG review of it and you know, review is different than a playthrough as well. Yeah. Right? Cause they're more doing commentary about the game instead of just watching somebody go through the first couple hours or the whole game. But, uh, he was saying something about how, he was trying to recruit somebody at least i think this is how it went. he was trying to recruit somebody and they were kind of not on board with it fully and then he took a mission from the spouse of that person and i thought he failed that mission something happened and then the person that he was trying to ultimately recruit would no longer talk to him right so there's like all sorts of like intricate connections in that game, which is like really interesting, but anyway, so yeah, unboxings, good or bad. 
I'd say sometimes bad. So if are you, you gonna are you gonna do an unboxing then? Um <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna do it, I'll do one. But at that point, I mean the majority of our listeners are probably gonna have them anyway. Watching yeah. an unboxing after the fact of doing your own, I don't think that's a big deal. But that might be nice just to see because like Amber was saying, it's like, I know, I want to see you guys open your stuff. It could be like seeing our excitement, you know. Oh yeah. Um, and like I would watch I would watch our community members on Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know. So I don't think it's I'd I'd enjoy that more than it being spoiled for me. Like after the fact of watching other people doing it, what they have to say and what they think and just, you know, seeing the the you know, the excitement in their faces. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. So now I remember uh was it last year, the year before, when everybody was trying to get a switch? I remember uh, Ryan found one somewhere and he posted it online. I don't remember if it was Walmart or whatever. And I thought that was fascinating. I I, I remember he was like live streaming it or something. Uh-huh. It's kind of fuzzy. I, I really don't remember things beyond last week. And here I am trying to go back like two, three years. <laughs> or who am I kidding? I don't remember much past like five hours ago. But uh yeah, I mean, that was fascinating to me, you know, just uh, watching him, you know, do the thing. I think he found it on accident, which I think is how a lot of us got our switches initially. <laughs> it's like, well, let me take a look. They're probably not there. Holy crap, give me one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it might be worth doing. And like as, like we were saying, you know, our unboxings are going to be after the fact. Yeah. And hopefully, but maybe, but maybe not for everyone. If they're that hard to get, you know, if we undo yeah. our video and we post it that day, not everyone's able to get one. They might be watching our videos beforehand. Or, well, then we can caveat it kind of with this, or we can just add this and be say, sure "You want to watch we'll, this? <laughs> we'll post our unboxings, and if your unboxing experience is important to you, watch it after you open yours." Yeah. Well, I think. People already probably have made that decision. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people just watched it already. <laughs> yeah. So because it's 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 something again, it's a new console. You want any bit of piece of info you can. We're excited oh, about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So of course people sure. are watching unboxing videos. Okay, had some trouble with the retail releases this week they are uh not posted yet on multiple sites i did find a quick list here on metacritic do we want to read through this on alternate or something or should i just blast through this real fast which you're on the on link three link three let me pull it up or list three apparently having one backup is not good enough wow wow is this oh i'm sorry i'm looking at Woo! (laughs) like this list doesn't end oh uh there's actually not as many as i thought Uh, yeah i mean only going uh yeah the list technically doesn't end i'm sure it does at some point but yeah, well, we'd only go. I guess we could say this week and next week. 
because you know maybe go out until november 5th approximately yeah yeah okay you can alter it so yeah these are i know sometimes we uh, talk about the games that have released this week so these are the ones that are releasing starting october 29th so this is uh we'll go out to the sixth by the way sure okay that'll be That's the cool. friday that'll end that week yeah so here i'll start off with the first one first one is uh the dark pictures little hope this releases on the 30th and uh it's abandoned and all alone four college students and their teacher becomes stranded in an isolated town miles from anywhere so it's a little bit of a scary move movie kind of feel to it okay um uh legends Legends of Bithernal comes out on October 30th. This is a 2D single-player action-adventure game. We need to explore beautiful handcrafted environments, solve clever puzzles, and battle tough creatures to uncover the truth about your parents' disappearance. Then uh, this is kind of a funky one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, EA released uh, NHL 94 Rewind. So 94, was that 26 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, old school. It's a retro style throwback. Was well, it even a throwback if it's the game from 94? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a throwback to the 1994 NHL, NHL title. <laughs> However, it includes today's teams and rosters, but with the controls and visuals from the 94 version. That's kind of cool. Wow. There is, is this a cash grab? <laughs> the nostalgic cash grab? I don't know. Oh. Um, Man, look at those graphics. Man, they are so wheat. <laughs> I don't know where you're seeing those. Just from the box art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one, Mo Sweet much Witches. Much sarcasm. Yes. Sweet Witches. October 30th. It says, put on your magic hat. The quest for candies has begun. Master powerful spells and tricks to be victorious on your own or with friends. I don't even know what that means. But it's out the 30th. Okay. Axes. Also on the 30th. Ready to take down all your enemies? Prepare your weapons and join axes.io. So this sounds like one of those browser games or something with the .io uh, domain. An epic battle royale action-packed game where you prove that you can really rumble on the battlefield. It looks like uh, one of those. There's some uh, like blocky ripoffs of like Clash Royale and some other games, yeah. like Minecrafty blocky ripoffs. But anyway, uh, you battle using different weapons, axes. Big surprise because that's the name: swords, uh, shurikens, and and more hmm this one gets a raised eyebrow <laughs> um visage comes out on the 30th the first person psychological horror game explore a mysterious ever-changing house in a slow-paced atmospheric world that combines both uncannily comforting and horrifyingly realistic environments and enjoy a genuinely terrifying experience and then cube raiders also on the 30th it's a fun so they say puzzle game for one or two players where you have to combine groups of dice using energy the energy of 
Magneto gloves. That's all attention this game needs. Okay. Next. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be much better. But on Halloween, you can get <laughs> Case 2 Animatronics Survival. Two it's years Saturday, the... isn't it? Who releases yeah, a game on Saturday? Yeah, on Halloween. Yeah. Two years before the attack on the police station, there was a terrible tragedy in the city, which led to the closure of the amusement park. Some believe it was an accident. Others that it was a well-planned act of intimidation. Leaflets about missing people filled the city streets. You play as Jack. He is a man who has lost everything. Soon he'll have to pay for his crime. The past has finally caught up with him. Try to save him. Yeah. Dirt 5 on November 3rd. I don't know if we really even need to read this. 70 plus unique routes across 10 different global locations. Next. Um, on November 3rd, my universe school teacher become the best teacher in town. Play as a young teacher with the mission, bringing your new school back to the top. Ah, that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. And on uh, November 4th, on two, no, this is Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Wednesday. Endless, uh, it's, uh, man, switch and shoot. I was getting ahead of myself. Uh, it's an endless arcade shoot 'em up action, it ha- or it has endless arcade shoot 'em up action with just one button. Switch directions whenever you shoot, calling all pilots. Earth is under alien attack. Your assistance is required. No experience necessary. They say it's got one button. Quick, simple, and challenging retro arcade feel. It has one button. This sounds good for me. <laughs> it has color palettes and portrait mode. Man, you are really reaching if that's how you're describing your game. <laughs> yeah. Next. Um, Autobahn Police Simulator 2 comes out on November 4th. You can start your exciting career as law enforcer on Europe's fastest roads right now. Uh, you, let's see. Uh, over the course of the game, you can develop the station and gain access to new opportunities and missions. Take on varied, randomly selected missions like car chases at high speeds, careful, careful escorts, or accident securing, and traffic checks. By successfully completing those operations, you move up in rank. Besides the free game, Autobahn Police Simulator 2 now also tells an elaborate, spectacular story. 20 missions that are broken up by cutscenes. All missions, either in the free game or in the story, are extensively voiced to convey a realistic and thrilling experience. To take on all these operations, your fleet consists of radio, patrol car, and a civil car as well, and is for the first time a police van. They all feature an LED matrix and realistic siren signals that change based on the type of mission. Hmm. November 5th, we have yestermorrow okay i guess it's a play on tomorrow and yesterday anyway it's a single player time traveling 2d platformer mixing action sequences with puzzle elements follow the engaging story of yui i think is how you say that yui who uh travels back into the past to save her family and the remnants of the world now trapped in never-ending also on the fifth is Gray Skies, A War of the Worlds Story. 
and there is no explanation on this one. That's all we get. Yeah. You know, I always like that War of the Worlds kind of story stuff, you know, the invaders coming in and, you know, War of the Worlds, uh, what, tripods was another one. It was really interesting. However, I look at this and it looks cheesy as heck based on the picture. We shall see. Oh, hold on. So according to the Xbox page, it says this is based on the great work of H.G. Wells. Explore the English countryside and encounter iconic concepts such as black smoke, red weed, and of course the almighty fighting machine and its heat ray. Okay. So it's a single it's a stealth based single player adventure. Hmm. So interesting. All right. Also on the fifth, we have knights and bikes. It's a hand-painted action adventure for one or two players set in a British island, on a British island in the 1980s. It's a coming-of-age story starring Nessa and Demelza exploring the coasts of Penferzi on their trusty bikes, looking for some lost treasure in a Goonies-inspired tale of excitement, danger, fun, and friendship. Okay. I was looking Next. at screenshots of this uh gray skies game yeah what do you think uh, well the game's only 14.99 um but it looks surprisingly like the trailer that's even starting to play in the background looks surprisingly decent polished um looks pretty darn good actually i'm i'm a little surprised it's only 15 bucks from what i'm seeing I might have to dig more into this. This actually looks like it might be interesting. I'll have to watch the video trailer. So, mm-hmm. but uh, it looks pretty decent. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it looks like uh, it's also coming out on Steam amongst the other platforms. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you just did Knights and Bikes, right? So Paw Patrol Mighty Pups Save Adventure Bay coming on November 6th. You can play as Chase, Rubble, Marshall, Everest, Sky, Rocky, Zuma, and Tracker. Explore Adventure Bay. I think. Yeah, I was looking. I was looking at the trailer. It looks like it's got some stealth stuff, and uh, also like the big tripod dudes that are like yeah. laser beaming you. So you just did Paw Patrol. Yep. Right. Then uh, Speed Three Grand Prix. Uh, explosive and high-speed arcade track racing for everyone. So, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> and then Need it's for Speed. Game. Yeah, also on November 6th, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Did they really need to? So. Huh? Did they really need to remaster it? I guess. I don't know, and it's a, the platform is Xbox One, so... But see, this says... This is where I'm wondering. I don't know if I really like this list. Says feel the thrill and chase of the rush escape and need for speed hot pursuit remastered on Nintendo Switch. Oh, and it's marked on Xbox. It marks it's marked as Xbox. So I don't I think we can cancel this one. This looks like it's coming to Switch. Oh, it also says also on PC, PlayStation, and Switch. Oh. Maybe they just snagged the description from the Switch. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then hot pursuit remastered yeah. is coming. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, I have such high hopes for those. I mean, I loved Need for Speed back in the day. Loved it. It was my favorite oh, racing game. Yes. And they just 
it's just so disappointing. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking at the trailer for this thing, and it kind of reminds me of playing like the original Need for Speed and back at uh, Circuit City and uh, like playing the same maps over and over and over, having lots of fun. All that fun is not here anymore. <laughs> As I weep. Anyway, um, and then on the sixth, this last one, Crystal Ortha. No description. It looks like uh, some kind of anime-ish game. Yeah, so that's it for the list for this week. And um, that's about it for the show. So if you have iTunes, a great way to support the show is to find us in the iTunes store. Give us a rating on there. We'd greatly appreciate it. Give us five stars if you would. It helps us uh, get noticed in the show, gets us boosted in the ranks of the podcast, puts us up there on top so more folks can find out about the show. And uh, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music for the retail releases there. And uh, that's it for episode, what, 582? I don't know. I forgot it's been so long since we started yeah. the show. I know. Another <laughs> short too. show. Another uh-huh. short show. <laughs> yeah, two hours, and almost two and a half hours. Yeah. So, all right, I'm Rob, also known as Star. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off.